Okay, here we go! Alright, we want to have some fun today. Just some good old-fashioned Because it's Monday, fun. and Mondays tend to... I don't know, how do you feel about Mondays? Are you a Monday guy? Are you well, a non-Monday I mean, guy? It depends what point... It depends what stage my life is at. I mean, currently, I'm not a huge fan of Mondays, but I you don't know mind what? Monday. Yeah, I kind of don't mind Monday either. You just get back into it. Back into the old swing of things? I get too much anxiety to be like oh, off for too long, so I'm okay with Monday. All right. Yeah, I've never really understood the whole Monday thing. I, I get it, but I don't live it. I get it if you hate your job. If you hate your life. If you hate your life. But I'm all about loving life. I'm all about loving life to the fullest. I get fullest. to come to work and do a Flames podcast at the end of the day. So I'm pretty excited, hey, eh? take off, eh? I'm pretty excited. All right, what do we got today? We got some hot takes. Okay, so today we thought it'd be fun to... It would be fun. We thought... we want, Listen, we thought it would be fun and guess what? It was fun. And so this is going to be even more fun to share these hot takes. So we're going to do hot takes as well as, what do we call it? Bold prediction. Okay, so a bold prediction is falls right under, you, you explain There's the difference. There's a difference between a hot take and a bold prediction because I see everyone getting into this, give me your hot take thing. A hot take is a take that is hot. It is a hot take. What does that even mean? It is an opinion that you have that is unpopular, that is quite ridiculous, that is far out there. Oh, I get it. It's not so just... So it's not hot as in hot a good thing. No. It's hot as like danger. It's hot as in like, whoa. It's hot whoa. as in like... Cool your jets. It's hot as in caution. Exactly. Okay. And it's not like something that is like, just could happen. It's like something that's like, holy shit, you think that could happen? It's like something that would probably not happen... Or wouldn't happen. It's possible. But it's in the realm of possibility. But it's a low probability. Exactly. That's what makes it a hot take. And it also has to be quite like differentiated. It can't just be like, Johnny Gaudreau is going to score 120 points instead of 100 points. It has to be like that much more extreme. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because like, he could easily score 100 yeah, points. So like that, a bold prediction would be like... Is that even bold, though? No. No. But I'm just saying, like a bold prediction would be like... Uh, Edmonton doesn't suck ass this year. That would be a pretty hot take, actually. A bold prediction would be like Elias Lin, like last year. If you're like Elias Lindholm could almost score thirty goals, that'd be pretty bold. But it's not a hot take. Okay, so a hot take is kind of outrageous. Hot take is outrageous. A bold prediction is a solid prediction. A bold prediction is something that is like is is bold and like might not still happen, but is like yeah, I could see that happening. Okay. So hopefully that explains it. I don't know. For I you think listeners. it does. Hot take, insane, bold prediction, just bold. Okay. And so you have I have five total. I have like six hundred, but I'll go with my top five. Keep it to five. Okay. We don't have all day. Alright. Okay, and so I'm not gonna tell you which one which ones I have three of and which one's two. So I figured it'd be fun if okay. I tell you and then automatically you have to say, No, that's that's a hot take or that's a bold prediction. I'll guess. Do I have to do and it at then, the very end or as they go? What it, no, as we go. Okay. Okay, you want me to start first? Yep. Shit, I haven't, haven't like even like. I know no, what I'm saying, I but I haven't a, ranked them. Exactly. Okay, I'm gonna go at the top of my list. Do it. This is you. You tell me what this is. All right. Sam Bennett will have a breakout season this year, solidify himself a top six role, and score at least sixty two points. Okay, I was on bold prediction there for a minute until you said sixty two. That is a goddamn hot take. That that's, is as hot as it gets. That's a hot take for you? 
62 points for Sam Bennett? That's a bold prediction, That's like my double friend. what he's ever even come close to. That's a bold... That is bold as it gets. I would say borderline hot. Okay, that's capital B-O-L-D, bold. All right. That's not a hot take, though. I can't see that happening, but all right. Keep me with your... Do you want to talk about Sam Benadale or no? Oh, well, we've done it ad nauseum, so yeah. I think we're okay. If you haven't, go back and listen to the uh, Bennett Sam Deep Dive Bennett podcast. Sam Bennett Deep Dive, at least any, episode nine. Any opinion we have about Sam Bennett's on He's that podcast. All right. Well, that's pretty bold. All right. Should I go down? I'm going again. Do it. David Riddich. Yep. Is a Vesna Trophy finalist with 42 wins. That is hot, 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 hot. hot I'm not hot, done. Hot, hot, hot. With 42 wins and a .920 save percentage. Wow. Okay, you're hot. You're blow. Mine are gonna suck in comparison. I'm feeling pretty. Are bad. you surprised? I'm feeling pretty bad about my takes now. <laughs> That's wow. Okay. okay, that to me is a hot take. Correct. That is not a bold that prediction. Is one hot that is ass hot. Take. That is one hot ass take, my friend. For a sophomore gold, well, he's like, I guess he's technically third year, but wow, it's pretty. I but like the it. question is, could you actually see it happening? Even though it's, I could. It's most likely not going to happen. It's in the realm of reality. It's in the realm of like, you know what? If that did happen, that'd be, I'd be, I like, would be absolutely shocked and blown away, but. Hey, that's just me. Okay, next. I like it. Mine's sucking comparison. I thought I'd, I thought I'd change it up because we have some extreme positive scenarios. Some to come back with you with a negative scenario. Yeah, I've got some negatives. Matthew Matthew Kachuk's contract holdout lasts until late October mm. until he signs a five-year deal worth $6.5 million AAV. Okay, well, there's a lot of things there. I think the holdout is bold as shit. I think the five-year deal is maybe what we'll see. Six point five. Coming in too low. That's what he would hold out. Coming in too low. I think it's a little low. I feel like he's gonna want to play. Yeah, maybe. So he's gonna he's gonna drop lower because Oof. because of it. That is bold. Like I I I can't imagine they start this. If the team starts the season without Matthew Kachuk, Tree Living needs to be shot to the moon and never heard from again. So that's pretty bold. All right. I got I got that under a hot take. That's hot. That's hot. See, this is what's so f- crazy is like for me, it's that's going hot. on so long that like I don't know, maybe it happens. You know what? Like I was gonna go even longer, but then I pulled up the schedule to see, okay, how long should I go into the in the calendar year? I'm like, the guy's not gonna miss more than three weeks of pl- of hockey. Are I'd you be kidding really me? Really surprised. You know how many games that is? Like fifteen. It's crazy. It's like yeah. a crazy amount of hockey. It's nuts. But I mean, the longer this goes on and nobody's signing and training camp is in two weeks, it's like that's, shit. That's what makes the Nylander thing even more outrageous. Like, I know. He held out till December. He missed half the year almost. No, what? Like, you can't come back and just oh, bounce no, back man. from that. I mean, we were talking about this last week. Johnny Gaudreau took six weeks almost yeah, to he, find his game just because he missed training camp. I know. So, wow. What a failure that would be. That is a negative one. Okay. That is pretty hot, though. Number four. But again, like, that's what's so ridiculous. And again, it could be done by the end of the week. We don't know. But I mean, like, the fact that it's still going on and, like, maybe it, I don't know, it's starting to become more of a possibility. All right, number four. Number four. This is probably my favorite one. Okay. Let's hear it, will you? Sean Monahan is in the Rocket Richard <laughs> trophy race. Yeah, baby. I'm giving a big old fist pump. Yes, you do. Scoring 42 goals yes. this season. Yes. This was also not on my final list, but it was in my list that he scores 40 goals. That bold prediction. I love it. Let's go Sean Monahan. 
You know what? That was a bold prediction. I love it. That's not even a hot take. That's, that's a bold, not a hot take. That's a bold. He prediction. could. He's he's in the. He what is he? Career high was like thirty five goals. Thirty five, I think. Yeah. Because I mean, do it, man. He, he was up and down last season. And he didn't come in. Because here's the thing about Sean Monahan. What he's been saying. This is like the first season of his NHL career. He hasn't had to rehabilitate injuries in the off season. No, for sure. So he went into this off season training first time training. So, Even though Eric Francis thinks he's a wimp because he oh, and not only that, how, but, how dare he play with a broken hand? Not only that, but you got Arnia. instant chemistry. Yeah, with Johnny and Lindholm to start off the season goals last year. He had. So he had thirty-four goals last season. I'm going to say he's in the Rocket Richard race. It's like I posted the other day. He is the even though McKinnon has more points per game, goals per game, whatever. He has outscored Nathan McKinnon and Alexander Barkov by uh, quite a bit. This could be the He's year that Sean Monahan stakes his dominance he in could. the National Hockey and League. And prove to the world that he... As a perennial, solid perennial. goal scorer. Here's his goals. 22, 31, 27, 27, 31, 34. Fantastic. Yeah, he's got to be the most underrated goal scorer in he the game. He has to be. For sure. We under we under we, I underrate him. We, us fans, we undervalue both Sean Monahan and Johnny Gaudreau. Our both. two star players, we undervalue them. They're great players. Yeah, and I'm the first to admit it. Yeah, I know. When they don't score, they I'm suck, like, I'm like, oh. When those guys don't get on the score sheet, I'm so upset with them. A little too upset. All right, forty goal Sean Monahan. All right, okay. last one. Last one. This one will will make you groan. So uh, I think you know what's what's going to happen here. I think it's got something to do with. Yeah, I think you're on the right track. Nope, not Brody. No? So for this one, I kind of wanted to throw something in there. Like, let's hope something happens here. Okay, yeah. Okay. All right. Milan Lucic. Oh, my God. Has a resurgence. Oh, okay. This is your hottest take of all time. Contributing 15 goals. No chance, my friend. And 20 assists. Oh, my God. I would literally... Wow. I I I would buy a Milan Lucic... Oilers jersey if he scores 15 goals this year. Playing predominantly on the third line. Yours okay, is a lot more specific can, than mine. Can too. we um like can can we write get that in writing or can we like if, Well it's an audio forever version now. So. I guess we don't need it in writing. So if Milan, you're gonna what say do you it right bet? here, right you here, want, right here. Right I don't want to bet, but if he does score I don't want to buy an Oilers jersey, no way. If he scores fifteen goals and scores twenty assists, you'll buy an Oilers jersey. I'll buy a Flames Lucic jersey. If he scores 15 goals and 20 assists this year, I will buy a Calgary Flames Milan Lucic jersey. Okay. You heard it here. So you're retracting what you said. Well, I won't buy an Oilers jersey because that would be just horrendous. No. Well, yeah. I wouldn't even That's want to. That would, I wouldn't even that want, would be like. A, I wouldn't want to see you put any t- money towards satanic. that organization. Exactly. They don't get my dollars. So okay. I'll buy a Flames jersey. Okay, there's a part two to this. Oh my God. How can there be any more? The second part to this is that if that happens, Milan Lucic scores 15 goals, 20 assists, mm-hmm. predominantly in a third-line role, Brad Tree Living will have a public x-ray done and prove he has a horseshoe up his ass. <laughs> I swear to God, that is probably the least hot part of that take. Yeah, that's definitely a hot take. Oh, my God. He... Wow. <laughs> All right, there's my five. Well, wow, yours are a lot more entertaining than mine are going to be. Breakdown of hot takes and bold predictions for the 2019-20 like NHL season. All right, here we go. Ready for mine? Yeah. Okay, one of them you already know because I've said it 150 yeah, times. Right. First. Manjipani. First prediction, Manjipani. Andre Manjipani outscores Elias Lindholm. 
with 25 goals and 65 points. That's bold. While Lindholm comes under 20 goals and under 60 points. I would love to bet you money on that. Do you want to bet like a, what do we want to bet? Want to bet something? Chocolate? Yeah, let's bet some chocolate. So this place where we work, we make chocolate. So usually when you bet, like what's a cup? 250 plus our discount. So it's like a dollar 35. Yeah. So usually when we make bets, we bet chocolate cup. I've given up a lot of chocolate cups so in the last this, four years. So let's do a what? Five At cups. least five. Five maybe cups. Ten? I mean, I mean, do you want to handicap wow, on this? I don't know why I'm getting really like slammed for my predictions. Why am I getting held so accountable? <laughs> I'm gonna be, I'm gonna That's be ten, true. I'm gonna be ten chocolate cups out and have a Milan Lucic jersey here. That's true. Okay, yeah, I know. We'll come You're back right. to that one. We don't need to bet. You're right. That is that is You're one right. of my hot takes, though. I forgot. For some reason, I already forgot. This is a hot take, guys. <laughs> this is hot takes. You don't does not deserve to lose hot. that bet. This is hot. I don't know what I was thinking. Because I just look at a lot of Andrew Manji Penny's numbers this year. I think given the if he's given the right ice time and given some chance on the power play, that dude could be an excellent top six player. So, okay. And I think Lindholm could regress a little bit. I like it. Now that you reminded me that this is the hot take game. It's hot takes. I like it. Get off your little bet horse here. Get eh? off your back, eh? Jeez. I think I'm just trying to stand up for my buddy Lindholm. All right, this one isn't really that much of a hot take, but Johnny Gaudreau wins the Art Ross Trophy Ooh! with 115 NHL points. Bold prediction or hot take? That's bold. Okay. Couldn't he do it? I think so. He had 99 points last year. I would year. say that's a capital B-O-L-D, though. Yeah, that's pretty bold. Art Ross Trophy, Johnny Gaudreau. I mean, if Sean Monahan's putting up an extra of 10 goals, as you say, that's probably an extra 10 points Johnny Gaudreau's. So I say Art Ross, baby. Why not? Why couldn't it happen? All right, here's some more negative ones. Or well, one negative one. Cam Talbot takes over the starting position and wins more games than David Riddick this year. Ooh. I don't like it. But you could see it happening, right? Yeah, I could. Maybe that's why I, I, I had stumbled on the Manji upon it. I don't, don't like it. <laughs> I don't want to go into that negative. I in know, because I was thinking, like, okay, I was thinking of, like, hey, what are some things that could happen this year? That was one thing that popped out to me. Because Cam Talbot has shown in the past that he can be a successful number one goalie, yeah. albeit on a, well, on a, he's been bad the last couple of years. But I mean, that year the Oilers went to the second round of the playoffs, he was excellent. He was excellent in New York behind Henrik Lundqvist. Like, I mean, he's certainly a capable goaltender. I don't know. If Riddick falters, we've seen Bill Peters has been hesitant to really give, uh, really give him the um, yeah. He, you know what? Reigns last year with Mike Smith. So I talked to you about this last year. That game when he pulled pulled him against San Jose. I was at that game. Fuck. Yeah, the two. And nothing. San Jose scored. Went up they two scored nothing. Two goals. Basically, that was it. Was, it was two quick goals. He came out to try and get the puck before Brent Burns Got could it. get there. Brent Burns beat him, scored. Yeah. And then he's out of the game, and then he, like... That was bad. That was one of the turning points of the season. And Smith went on a run after that. Yeah, I know, and it kind of, like, screwed us up. Yeah, So, but we ended up in second, so... I could see Bill Peters maybe giving Cam Talbot the reins for a bit if he gets on a run, so... Do you think he's got a beef with... Do you think he just doesn't like Dave Riddick? I don't know. He Like, I don't know. Just because the way he handled, the way he last handled year. it last year was so weird. And I realized, like, apparently Riddick was banged up in the playoffs. But, I mean, it's the playoffs. You'd think if you really believed in the guy and he was your number one, you'd be starting him. Especially after the year Mike Smith had. Yeah. So, well, I mean... I don't know if I don't know. I think there. other than it was... I think it was other than Derek Wills. But <laughs> pretty much everybody was Wills like, will defend... Watch Wills continue to defend him while he's in Edmonton. 
like everybody was like, no, Riddick is your number one guy. Oh, it wasn't even close for like everyone, right? So do you think that was the case? He was injured. I don't know. Like I apparently guess he was he, he was, was banged up dealing with some knee stuff. He was still the backup. So, so maybe he wasn't one hundred percent. Yeah, I don't know. It's just if it's the playoff. I don't know. We'll see. I guess. Yeah, I mean, really obviously curious. he didn't make the wrong decision. Mike Smith played well enough to I win the games. Do you think you lose game two if Mike Smith's not in net? I think you probably win game two. That even though yeah. they played like shit, he let Riddick, net. Yeah, Riddick probably makes I mean, the that, save in the overtime game. That was a snipe, but so. Anyways, yeah. All right. So that one is still bold. That's bold. Okay. Here, I like this one. At the trade deadline this year, nice. The Calgary Flames acquire for Taylor Hall. Shut from the mouth. New Jersey Devils. For who? For or Michael Backlund and Sam Bennett. Whoa. And Dylan Dubé takes over the second line center position. I don't mind that. Stirring things up. I don't know. Maybe you see it. And then Isn't hopefully Taylor Hall center though? No, he's a left winger. So you have Hall in the second line with Dubé and Mangiapane? Or you put him on the top line with Monahan and Goudreau. Dude, I don't know. Hall, Monaghan, and Goudreau. No, I think you want you I have, want to have Hall in the second. I didn't really line. do the salary crunch, but I'm just thinking of like top six players they could get for Michael Backlund. Even though I love Backlund, I don't know if somebody like Dubé emerges as a really good second line center, it could give you the flexibility to perhaps dangle Backlund in a trade. Okay, interesting. Interesting. I don't know if you if the Devils would do that. Sam Bennett, and Michael Backlund for Taylor Hall. I don't know. Probably not. I very much doubt it, but. I don't know. Those are the only two guys I would say you could maybe. Yeah. Again, this is a hot take because it's like involving getting Hall. That's a super and, hot take. And trading back. Imagine if you dangled those two guys, Backlund with Bennett. Who you could get though you around the get, league? You get a lot of guys. The only reason I say Hall is because he's a UFA upcoming. Don't know if he's going to resign in New Jersey. He was born in Calgary. No, I don't want to be Eric Francis, but. Well, I mean, there's something to be said. I mean, if you grew up being a Flames fan, I don't know if he did though. He moved to Toronto, but he was born in Calgary. Oh yeah, well, but you know, I think there's some. I mean, Tavares did it. You imagine a top six, a top Kawhi six. Leonard did it. Yeah, I know, right? You imagine a top six that included Gaudreau, Monahan, Kachuk, and Hall. You wow. Pro- you probably need a centerman more than you do a winger, but I mean. But then put if, Lin, put Lindholm at center. New Jersey, yeah, put Lindholm at center. If New Jersey is not in a place where they're looking to make the, if they're going to make the playoffs and they don't feel like they could sign him, maybe Taylor Hall could be had. And he's a little older, but so is Benko Backlund, so. Anyways, that's my other hot take. And I then, like it. did I have one more, or is that it? Oh, I have one more. The Flames suffer another first-round exit, and Brad Tree Living is fired as general manager. See, I was going to do something similar with Lucic. Right. But I didn't want to go all negative. Yeah, the, I, I, was gonna I, I struggle like, with not being negative. I would be like, I was... My, I was Teetering on like, okay, Lucic. So that's why I did two negatives. He's gonna do a. He's gonna be having an abysmal season. The Flames will miss the playoffs, mm-hmm. which leads to Bradtree Living's okay, exit. If, even if they. But I didn't even want to put it out there in the ether. Sorry. That they missed the playoffs. Sorry, so, guys. At least you said first round exit. Because I, said I, first round I was exit. gonna score. Because if they lose in the first round, does he, if what happens? What do you think happens? Because they, they've been through a Glenn Gulletson firing. They have been in the. Th- first round three times and lost twice i don't know what happens if, it's true if they even even if they like go to a like let's say a similar situation happens this year let's say they even have a if they struggle during the regular season 
and go into the playoffs, the first round playoff series, not with home ice and get crushed? Like, what do you think happens? Well, I think it you de- can't. You're not firing Bill. You just hired him. I think it depends on you know your reasoning why you got to find out what what went wrong. Yeah, and then based on that, do you think the owners would fire? I don't know, man. If you, I don't know, like because if you look at like literally, we entered a window last year, so we're in a window. How how long do you think this window is? Three years. I'd say you probably got two or three years here to really take advantage. Yeah. So yeah, I would, I would agree. You got two to three, and then depending on how your re-signings go, yeah, you can extend that window. Well, if he screws up the Kachuk signing, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't mean to be a negative. This is supposed to be fun, but I had it written down. So you just got to come in here and ruin the fun, eh? It's got to ruin everything. But would they? What do you think? I don't know. Like, let's okay, say, okay, imagine, let's say, imagine the Flames lose in the first round in a similar fashion they did this year. I guess it would have to depend on what went wrong, but I don't see the ownership getting rid of I could Brad Tree living I really could. quite just yet. I don't know. That would be, what, seven, six years, six full years? He, he's done a lot of questionable things this summer. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, with this, with all this happened this summer, with some previous moves that may have not have been great, if they have a bad performance in the playoffs. Because if, let's just say, if this is the plane starting to head down, the ship's about to head down. Yep. Like that's say that this is what this is. Wouldn't you want to bring someone in to kind of salvage things before it like completely nosedives? That's what I would say because okay, let's say let's say they have a really bad let's say they have a, a fine season, make the playoffs, get crushed in round one, tree living sixth round. What do you think he's gonna do? Because he knows now he's not gonna be fired if he doesn't do something. I wouldn't trust the guy. Like he's probably gonna just be like so desperate. I don't see him as that kind of guy though. I don't know. He seems to have like he just traded for Lucic. I don't even know what kind of guy this is anymore. Yeah, but I don't think he had himself in mind at all about. I think he truly believes that we're better with, with the new Cheech, Lucic contract than the Neil contract based on that scares me. The liability. Than... Yeah, I know, right? But you never know what's going on. So that yeah, I'll I'll give one more prediction in there just because I don't want to end on a negative note. That is just because like. I don't know. I've been highly critical of him, and maybe a little too much, but I don't know. I don't think so. Okay, one more, one more little prediction. For Let's end it on a fun note. Let's let it on a fun. Do you have anything else you wanted to throw in there? No, that's it. Yeah, sorry, I kind of screwed up the fun here. There, hey. <laughs> it's it's okay. It's okay. Okay, to review, my hot takes are: Andrew Mangiapane outscores Elias Lindholm. Okay. Scoring at twenty-five plus goals and sixty plus points. Well, Lindholm does not hit the 20-goal mark this year and falls below 60 points. Okay. My other hot take is that the Calgary Flames acquired Taylor Hall from the New Jersey Devils involving in a trade involving Michael Backlund and Sam Bennett. Yep. And then my bold predictions are Johnny Gaudreau wins the Art Ross. Nice. Brad Sheeleving gets fired. Nice. <laughs> and Cam Talbot wins the starting position from David Riddick at some point this season and finishes the year with more wins. That's salty. Okay, recap. And let's do yours to recap because yours are more fun. Sam Bennett will have a breakout season this year, playing in a top six role, and score at least 62 points. Love to see it. Breakout Benny. If Sam Bennett has 60 points, we are instant Stanley Cup contenders. Breakout Benny. That'll be the, the mantra for this year. Uh, David Rich is a Vesna Trophy finalist. If David Riddick is a Vesna Trophy finalist, we win the Stanley Cup probably. 42 wins. That'd be insane. 9.20 save percentage. 
Matthew's, Matthew Kachuk's contract holdout lasts well into late October. That would be terrible. Ending on a five-year deal worth 6.55 AEV. I mean, if you get 6.5, I wouldn't mind, but five years isn't my favorite thing. Sean, this is definitely my favorite take out of all of them. Oh, this one's great. I love Sean Monaghan is in the Rocket Richard Trophy winning you race. you to see him in there? He's in the race, finishing with 42 goals. And then Milan Lucic has a resurgence, contributing 15 goals, <laughs> oh, 20 assists. Oh, man. Predominantly playing third-line minutes. Oof. And Bradtree Living is confirmed to have a horseshoe stuck up his ass. Again, like I've said a hundred times, even though I'm saying like maybe Tree Living gets fired, he hasn't made the best moves. I would be goddamn ecstatic if Milan Lucic comes here and is a good, effective hockey player. Okay, well, you got to give okay benefit of the doubt. No, because he's had like three really bad years. What does benefit of the doubt even mean? Like, I don't know. If you break that down. Do you have so you give him the benefit of the doubt? There's doubt. Okay, so <laughs> you if you can't doubt it until you, you see what happens. You can't not believe in it until you see what happens. Well, that's all I'm saying. Give him the benefit of the doubt. I don't know. We've heard this a million times. Always work. It's it's his work. He's been working out all summer. You know. I guess that's the the optimistic side versus the pessimistic side. Yeah. Sorry. I guess that's why we're such a good combination is because I'm an asshole and you're nice. Let's end it on that note. <laughs>